Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools Hello, of access everybody. consciousness to and Crawford a totally Show. different way of being. Hello. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I call this week's episode, Got Doubt and What to Do About It. And this was inspired by thinking we were going to reopen the doors to the Salon de la Consciousness in another four weeks, but we're not, which is fine. However, I think it sparked a series of what's going to be a really, really great series of conversations around fear, doubt, business, and relationship, which are all in the distractor implant family. So hi, guys. Nice to see you live. Um, today's episode is going to be around doubt, and it was really interesting when I asked the team for ideas on what I could talk about in regards to this, I sort of asked them, like, where do you guys doubt yourself? And they came up with a lot of different things that they're doing to doubt themselves. So you guys might be able to relate. Hi, Christine. Hi, Amanda. Um, and the next thing that came out of my mouth, which you're going to laugh at when I tell you the story I have after, is... God, this is so weird. I don't get that doubt is an energy that I do. Now, that is really, really true for me now. Like, I, I don't do doubt. I just don't do it. <laughs> but, so anyway, but as I was getting ready for the, and so my next thought after I don't do doubt was like, how am I going to talk about this? Well, here's what's funny. And here's why the universe has your back. 100, 101 reasons why the universe has your back. Here's proof number 102. I was trolling through my Facebook videos from four years ago in the awareness challenge group. Hi, Maxie. Hi, Alexandra. And guess what I found? A video that I did on the fact that I was doing doubt. So it isn't that I've never done doubt. It is that I did used to do it and I chose something different and I, and I instituted a series of things in my life that eliminate it from my world. Hi, Delina. So I am going to share with you what I personally did to eliminate doubt from my world in some sort of order. So I'm, and I, I took notes. So just let me refer to them because I think they're going to help us. I really and truly the first thing you have to know about doubt is that it is a distractor implant and it's not real. Now, if you're in the middle of doubting yourself, that seems like a crazy thing to say, but all you have to do to find out for yourself if it's actually real or not, is ask yourself, truth, is this real, yes or no? If you get yes, then you can ask next, did I buy it as real, yes or no? If you get yes, you can just pock and pod, which is a clearing statement, you can just pock and pod where you made it real. And what that will start to do is start to loosen up the foundation that you've been creating from, which is just distracting you. So I actually wrote down a really cool quote from the Living Beyond Distraction book, which is the book you need to study if these distractor implants are a big thing for you. And there's 24 of them. So the chances that they're a big thing for you are pretty great. Um, but listen to this. Fear, doubt, business and relationship are all designed to keep you in a place where you never choose what you would really like to have. So when I stumbled on the video that I did four years ago, I was in a, a really major transition. I think I've been in some sort of major transition for like the last eight years. But anyway, 
I had moved in with a bunch of friends to a big house in Vancouver. It was the rent was high and we were all splitting it. And the friendship had just disintegrated. Like we were no longer friends. We weren't even speaking. Thankfully, we lived in a big enough house that it kind of didn't matter, except when you live, when you're energetic and you're just aware of everything, it kind of doesn't matter how much physical distance you have between you. You're, you know, it's awkward. And so we were all living together in this house, kind of not speaking to each other. So it was really uncomfortable, number one. Number two, not the way that any of us wanted it to go. And number three, I was really confused because what was occurring didn't match what I had decided would happen, which is always when when what you've decided would happen butts up against what really shows up, that's when you're either going to go into confusion or doubt normally. So what was showing up was confusing to me because it wasn't what we had set out to create. I was living with a bunch of other people that use the access consciousness tools. I thought um, it was, it was really intense. And I was also in a relationship at the time and he was living there with us. So there was a lot going on. And when I look back now, the thing that I went into doubt about was that I knew that this couldn't change. There's four questions that we give you in foundation that I use all the time that can change anything or give you awareness of anything. One of them is, what is this? So what is this? Number two, what can I do with it? Number three, can I change it? And number four, if I can change it, how can I change it? So I had been asking though, I know those questions. I facilitate those questions. I was a facilitator. I was asking those questions. Guess which question I was skipping over in regards to this situation? Can I change it? Yes or no? I was not listening to myself on that question. And when I finally did, and I got that I couldn't change this, there was no amount of tools I could use, no nothing I could actually be that was different. This was not gonna change. I had to be with what it is. As I was sitting with that, where I would go into doubt is that I was incorrect about that. You will always go into doubt about the thing you don't want to be true. You will also go into doubt when there's something that you would much rather be choosing that you're not choosing that you will not back yourself up on to choose. So instead of backing yourself up and just embodying it and choosing it anyway, you'll go into doubt. So there's all these different scenarios that, you know, you you could be creating doubt around. I made a little fun list for you. Let me find it. So, yeah, you might be doing doubt around your ability with something. So I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and I've had a lot of private sessions in the last week. And, you know, one of them had done a, a launch of a program and fewer people signed up for it than she thought. So she was going into doubt around did I basically around everything that she'd chosen that must have created these results, right? It must have been the choices I made that created these results, which is altogether untrue because choices aren't actually linear. So we decide that this and this and this should create this, this and this. So we try to function from life as if it's a mathematical equation, but math, but that's not how life works we are not linear. Choice doesn't work in a linear way. So A plus B equals banana, you know, C plus Z equals backpack. That's actually how that works. So 
So A plus B hadn't equaled C like she thought. And so she went into judgment and doubt about whether or not she'd actually chosen the price point, the length of time, all the things that she had created. She started doubting whether or not those were valuable. Now, when you go into doubt, the first thing you do is you destroy every future that you could have created with those choices. So many times in life and in business, what we choose now are the seeds that will bloom in the future. And we don't even know when in the future. You can't cognitively know, except that if you choose this, it's going to create more, right? You can know that, but you don't know when it's going to create more, how that more is going to look, how it's going to show up, when it's going to show up. None of that is cognitive information, just that this choice creates more. Okay, cool. So, so if you, so you could be doing doubt around your ability. You could be doing doubt whether or not the results will come in. I see a lot of people doing doubt when it comes to money. I did doubt when it came to money, which I, I totally forgot about, which is why right after this list, I'm going to tell you the personal thing, the things that I did to eliminate doubt from my world. Um, so if you're doing doubt about whether or not money will come in, are you truly choosing to have it and backing yourself up on it and making a demand of yourself and being the source of money? Or are you doing something else? You could be uh, doing doubt about whether or not you actually did any good at all. You know, if you facilitate an intro class and you get off that call, for example, and you start doubting yourself, most likely you created miracles, just so you know. Usually when you start distracting yourself from what's really true with doubt, you've probably created a miracle in some way. Um, You could be doing doubt around whether or not you're choosing the right thing. And that right there is really interesting because this was somebody on my team as we were talking about the doubt thing. She's like, Well, I doubt until I've been given enough evidence that I did the right thing. And I was like, okay, what would what would constitute enough evidence? And she couldn't answer that. So basically, I said, so doubt until proven right. That's basically where you're functioning from. I'm going to doubt myself until I'm proven that I was correct. Now, I don't know about you guys, but anytime I've done doubt about anything, there is nothing anybody that can can tell me that would actually provide enough proof. And you know why? because doubt's not actually a real thing. So if it was a real thing, like you could apply something like that and it would go away, but it doesn't go away even with enough proof because there isn't enough proof because it's not real, because it's there to distract you from what it is you truly desire. So here's, here's what I did. So, so as I was looking at this this morning and I was you know comparing 2017, December 2017 was when this video was filmed to now. It's it's a staggering difference. Like, I just don't do doubt anymore. And so what I started to look at was like, what did I actually choose that eliminated doubt as an energy in my world? And it's impossible to make a comprehensive list, but there were some really, really key things that I chose. Um, mm. So at that time, I there I just been looking at my notes here. Looked at a bigger a bit. Uh, I looked at a big major life change, and I asked, "Could I change it?" So, thing number one that I changed to eliminate doubt from my world was I really, really got present with, "Can I change this?" Now, presence with yourself is always going to eliminate doubt. Just so you know. When you're doing doubt, you're not being present with what's true. Many times I am being very aggressive in my own world about being not present, though. 
So I have to almost force myself to get present to eliminate those doubt energies. And when you force yourself, you go, truth, did I fuck this up? Yes or no, right? That's something you can ask and get awareness of. Like use yes, no questions, whatever is required in your situation. Like, could I have done this differently? Yes or no. And then when you get the response to that, believe it, know it. It's not even about believing it. It's not even about believing yourself, but it is about being a believer in you. It's like when you get the response, then you have to be willing for that to be true. So like if we go back to that situation that I was handling back in December, which was really intense for me, like, you know, these people were people, they were my friends and they were people that I really looked up to. And what was starting to show up is that I was choosing something that was greater than what everybody else was choosing. And I didn't want to know that. And it's not that I was better or writer. It was just greater. I was going somewhere else. We weren't on the same page, which is what we all thought. You know, we weren't going to go there together. That's shitty when you want to go there with other people. Like, that's not what I wanted to be true. But it was true. And one of the things that eliminated the doubt from my world was allowing that to sink in and be true. Now, it wasn't necessarily fun and it wasn't necessarily easy. But once I finally allowed it, it came with ease. So what sitting with what's true does is it empowers you to create what's really going to work for you. And if we go back to what we read in the Living Beyond Distraction book about what doubt is, like, Doubt is what distracts you from knowing what you truly desire. So going back to my example, I sat with what it is. And then I looked at what do I truly desire here? Does it work for me to live in this house with these people where this is definitely a dead thing now? This has changed to the point of no repair. No, you know, nobody else wanted to choose anything different. So it was done. So then, so once I let that be what it is, you got to sit with what it is. What is it? Then you're empowered to make other choices. So then I got to look at what I really wanted to create. And it was really, really helpful to do that because I ended up from that point on, a lot of you remember, I went on the road after that in May. So that was December, 2017. In May, 2018, I went on the road to the States and I changed everything. I put everything in storage. I, I talked to my car drove down into the States and I actually lived down there for a little while, you know, got to live near Stephanie, um, dated a few people that gave me immense awareness about what I truly desired with relationships. Like I basically took my whole life apart. And um, that was a real gift for me because up to that moment, I'd been creating from this point of view and had actualized from that point of view. And, but there was a growing discontent in my world, you know, of, is this all there is? Am I just living in a big house on a hill? And this is it. This is living. So I got to actually feed and nurture that discontent in the choices that followed. And it was an intense year. Like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't easy necessarily financially. Uh, you know, I I went through all the different phases of change and choice and all that stuff, but it got me present with what do I truly desire? And so I got to go look at that. I got to go on the adventure of finding that out as soon as I chose to know, as soon as I chose to be with what it is. And you'll know when you land on what it is, because there won't be any of that shake in your world. You won't be like crying out of the story of it all. You'll just be present. 
that's when you know you've landed on what it is. This is what it is. Okay, cool. So that was one of the major choices I made that began to eliminate that energy. One of the second major choices that I made to eliminate that energy was I started doing the 30 by 30s. Now, I see, pardon me, I see a lot of people now doing a lot of 30 by 30s, which is awesome. And they're not new. I mean, Gary's been telling us to take one clearing and say it out loud 30 times a day for 30 days forever, actually, probably as long as he's been doing access. But I started paying attention. And the first one that I did that I took a lot of people through, it, you can find it at the awarenesschallenge.com. And that was the first 30 by 30 that I did that got me to start to embody what it would take to be willing to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be. Because I recognized that I was doing doubt in favor of knowing, just knowing, functioning what's from what's true for me, just knowing. And when I had choices in front of me going, okay, these are a lot of choices. So what's my life going to be like in five years with this one and with this one? So I was doing doubt in favor of knowing. And so I was like, what's going to actually change this? So it was in 2018 that I started the awarenesschallenge.com as a thing. It was already in existence in Right Riches for You. And I did it for 30 days out loud and in it changed things so much. So I kept doing those. I've literally been doing a clearing out loud every single day for the last, since 2018. So that I, I know that that's a huge part of where I'm at now. Along the spectrum of doing those, I did one called Total Trust in You, which you can find in my shop as well. And that was a 30 by 30 on being a true believer in me. So there's this really cool section in the reference materials, which is this body of work that is um, archived material from all the access classes over the years. And I traipse through there often. You'll hear me talk about it often. And one of the sections that Gary had in one of the classes at one point was called True Believer. And he talks about how he addresses this thing where, you know, we as humanoids kind of come into this whole access thing and consciousness thing. And we're, we're all either like head over heels in love or we're skeptical. Um, but then somebody will like say, oh, you're in a cult or whatever, or somebody will challenge what we're choosing. And then we go into doubt and skeptic and confusion, right? And he said, you know, all of you are resisting being a true believer. And the thing that you're resisting being a true believer in is you. And some lifetime you swore that you would never again be a true believer and just like take everything at face value and drink the Kool-Aid and join the call. Like whatever we've done in past lifetimes, we were like, we're never doing that again. I'm never just going to like, you know, blind faith, trust somebody again. He's like, so you swore that. Okay, cool. There's a clearing there somewhere. But what would it take to be a true believer in you? And I looked at that. He's like, do this clearing 30 times a day for 30 days. And I was like, I'm in. So you can find it in my shop. It's the, the challenge is called total trust in you. But I did that for 30 days and I have never. I know that's not the only thing that I chose that created this sense of knowing there have been so many different things that I've chosen. But after that 30 days, I had a peace and a knowing in my world that I don't know if I've had with anything else since it was it, like I really remember it. And as, as we rounded out today's 28, 29 and 30, man, you know, I was in a new relationship at the time and we were it was very dynamic <laughs> going through a lot of stuff. 
And I remember the day waking up and going, nope, I trust me. And something just shifted like for good. So I highly recommend that 30 by 30 as well. And I would say the third thing that I did that eliminated doubt from my world, and I, I want to say this occurred in 2019. So from we started in 2017 where I was doing doubt. 2018, I started doing the 30 by 30s. In 2019, I chose to create total peace with money. If you watch a lot of my videos pre-2019, I was pretty constantly talking about money because money was constantly in my world. Now, I was also traveling a lot with that. I was traveling a lot to go to a lot of classes. I was living in, you know, big expensive places. I had a, you know, a car, a nice car. So there was a lot of um, demand for money in my world, but also there was a lot of hustle and not hustle from like, I'm a hustler baby and this is like we're in it you know this is fun it was hustle from like i was always like hustling for the next dollar thankfully like consciousness includes that and i ended up creating miracles along the way so i'm so grateful for that um and in 2019 i realized it and i realized that this was never going to change unless i made a different choice and i heard someone talking about i think it was julia sodas reading again from the reference materials, talk about Gary speaking about having total peace with money. How much would you have to have in your bank account or to be having per year to actually be to actually have total peace with money? And when I heard that phrase, it really did something for me. And I recognized that I had never chosen that. So I chose it. And choosing to create total peace with money transformed my financial reality. And that's what happens when you choose things, by the way. Like once you choose it, the universe then supports it with all these things. I got referred to a book called Profit First, which is an incredible book. If you have a business, I highly recommend that book. Um, I read it. I studied it. I started instituting the systems that he recommends. Um, I and then I committed to using it no matter how uncomfortable I got. Because the thing that I'd been avoiding with money was presence with it. I had not been fully engaging with it. And that's when you're doing epic hand to mouth activities, you know, even if you uh, are increasing your revenue, but you're still doing hand to mouth, the thing that you haven't chosen yet is presence with your financial situation. I mean, who shows you that, right? So I got really present with it and um, I committed to using the systems that I set up no matter what it took. It's so crazy cool because like literally 2019, 2020, 21. So it's been about two and a half years, two and a half years into choosing that I have it. And so I would, so those are probably my primary things. I, I might be the fourth thing is I also committed to no matter what choice I had in front of me to asking about that choice, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? If you truly commit to your awareness of the future, doubt cannot exist. You have the ability to know what your choices have created and to know what your choice will create. You have that as an ability. 
the tool you use is twofold. If it's a choice you've already made, you can ask, did this choice create more than I'm acknowledging? Yes or no. If you get yes, you can receive that. When you become willing to receive the energy of what your choice created, there is no doubt there. Doubt disappears. If you have a choice in front of you or a series of choices in front of you, you can make a list. I do this a lot, especially now I've got so many things going on and I've had so many choices running through my world. Many times I make a list and I put two columns. Life will be greater in five years if I choose it. Life will be less in five years if I choose it. Now, most of the time now, I don't require that much uh, specification. I kind of, I just know for the most part. But every once in a while, when I have a ton of choices in front of me, I'll make a list. I put two columns and I'm like, and and I take my mind offline, just don't think. And I look at the list and I'm like, greater or less, greater, greater or less, less, greater, you know. And I allow what's instantly there to inform what I choose. Now, I am so aware that this is kind of an advanced conversation because the thing you have to be willing to give up is hating you. And number two thing you have to be willing to give up is thinking. Now, those are two of our favorite things is hating ourselves and thinking. (laughs) So a couple of starting points is buy the book and study it living beyond distraction. It is literally the best masterclass on on getting access to the choices that you have that nobody else has in the world. Um, Number two, go to theawarenesschallenge.com or go buy the book, Write Riches for You and start doing that 30 by 30 in there. There's another one in there that we're also doing right now that you can come play in as well. If you want that link, come find me. Uh, And number three, What if you wrote out on a sticky note, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? And you start applying that to every single choice that you have in front of you. What will my life be like in five years if I choose this? Yes, no. Yes. Make it a yes, no question. Go with the yes or the no that pops. I realize I'm requiring you to trust yourself with that. But what if for even three days you just play with it? You just take thinking out. You're like, okay, thinking is going to go over there and take a vacation in Manhattan for a week. We're just going to look at every single choice we have and we're going to get an awareness of the future that choice will create. That's all choices do. Choices degenerate things or they generate things. They're very simple. We make them very hard and there's a lot of what we're doing with that. But what if you allowed them to be simple for just a day? What if you wrote down your choices that you have in front of you? Or you just made a list of possible choices you can make and go, okay, cool. Just parade things out there. Go, I could choose this. I could choose this. I could choose this. Well, what will my life be like in five years if I choose that? Make it a game. And start to get a sense of what a choice will create. And then look at whether or not you're willing to be the source of that future. I've had to make a lot of choices in my life where I was the source of a future that on the surface looked like it was devolving in a lot of my life. 
In my family, I was the source of telling my mom about my dad and the sexual abuse. I was also the source of telling my sister about my brother and the sexual stuff there. I have been the source many times of ending a relationship or a marriage. Uh, in the, you know, I've been the source of change. That's probably more accurate. And for people that weren't willing to look farther into those choices, it, it could have meant something about me. But I took the strength that I brought in and just made those choices anyway. So you are going to have choices in front of you that catalyze a lot of change. You will have made choices that catalyzed a lot of change that if you don't look energetically at what they created, you could use to negate you. But you always have a new choice in every 10 seconds. And so do you want to keep living negating you? That's what doubt does. Or do you want to start to get access to knowing? When you become willing to know, nothing can stop you. That may be what you're avoiding. And what if you didn't? What if you chose to know? What if you chose to be? Now, all these tools that I've given you in this show will give you access to that. What would it take to create a totally different space of being for you, from you to you, for you? I adore you. Share this with a friend. Change your life. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.